0: And welcome back to another episode of Job Quest, where we get the inside scoop on what jobs are really like. I'm your host, Luca, and today we'll be interviewing Prakash Raman, an executive coach who coaches CEOs and other leaders of companies. Learn about an average day, qualities of leaders, and how to become a great tennis player. Let's begin our quest. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah. So first, what is your job and can you describe it to a kid?
1: Great question. So my uh, my job, uh, I'm what's called an executive coach. And so if I were explaining it to a kid, what I'd say is there are people who run companies, right? So they may be a CEO of, of a company. And a lot of times what they're looking for is, uh, you know, that job can be kind of lonely. And what they look for is help from someone like me to be able to help them with a couple of things, create a little more clarity about where they wanna take their company, how they want to operate themselves. I'd say a little more commitment. So uh, how do I deal with so many different priorities and uh, you know, where do I spend my time? Uh, And then third, I'd say with communication, both sort of with themselves, how they talk to themselves, as well as how they talk to other people. Uh, and that's that's a lot of what I, I do. And I do it through things like what you and I are doing right now, uh, through Zoom. Sometimes I do it uh, with people in person, uh, taking a walk, but it's generally around conversation.
0: Cool, cool. Um, can you describe an average day of, in your job, like a day-to-day basis kind of thing? Yeah.
1: Um. You know, I, I'll say, so I think, in my world, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say there's a typical day, like Monday, right now will look very different from Tuesday. But I think they have certain elements that in any given week or day, one element is learning. So I spend time learning. And there are two ways that I learn. One is um, my own learning. So I journal a lot. Um, I meditate. Um, I do a lot of things that are for my own self development. Um, So Learning about myself. (laughs) The second type of learning, I'll call it as uh, external learning. So learning I get from the outside. And that might be courses on Coursera. That might be reading books. Um, That might be, uh, uh, you know, uh, reading articles that I find interesting that could be helpful to me or my clients. Um, And so that's one bucket, learning. The second is I'm in conversations like this, like you and I are having right now. Uh, that that takes up, I would say, forty uh, percent of my time. The learning takes up about uh, twenty to twenty-five percent of my time. Uh, I'd say uh, about five to ten percent of my time is more administrative, such as like taking notes, uh, making sure I'm clear on what those notes are saying, and then uh, sending them to my clients or dealing with uh, you know invoices. If you um, and then the 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 uh, fourth thing I'd say is um, a lot of health stuff. So I can only be in the best service of other people if I am taking care of myself. So if I'm doing the things I need, if I'm asking someone to, uh, you know, to do something, I need to be able to do that as well. I need to be able to take my own guidance. Right. And so I take care of my health, uh, uh, whether that is exercise food um you know uh, uh, you know things that are just good for my own uh, well-being and then last uh, I'd say is uh, last and probably the most important is I spend a lot of time with my family so I have a in the morning with the we have two daughters uh, with my girls um, uh, spend time with them at breakfast take them to school. And then in the evening, when they come back, we hang out together and then, uh, you know, and do our whole bedtime routine. So that's, that's probably how I spend a lot of, I'd say the average of my days.
0: Yeah. So your job is basically providing like helpful tips and like coaching um, CEOs and leaders.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Uh, Did it take any school training, maybe previous experience? Did you have any (laughs) of that to get this job?
1: That's a great question. So I think unlike, uh, for example, unlike if I wanted to work at NASA, uh, there's probably a set of degrees that would be useful to have, um, for that in my job. I don't think it's a set of degrees. I think it's helpful to be educated. And, um, but, uh, in my job, what I would say is, um, If you were to ask, I think, which is what you asked, is like, well, what what does one do to become that? Um, There are schools that you can go to to get a coaching certificate, and I've done that. Um, But I was in business before doing any of this. I think the skills that I'm trying to bring to bear are threefold. Uh, One is um, just being a great listener. Um, Two is connecting the dots uh, that otherwise may not be connected. Um, and then three is my own knowledge of business because most of the people, that, in fact, all of the people I work with, I do so, they, they are all business people.
0: So what are the best parts of your job?
1: Ooh, uh, you know, the best parts of my job, Luca, are that I I I feel like I'm serving people in a way that both is helpful to them and takes advantage of, what I believe are my strengths. And so I think that the feeling that I can go to sleep every night saying I'm serving, that feels good.
0: Yeah, it definitely feels awesome when I um, know that I help somebody.
1: Yeah, well, look, you're doing this right now with this podcast, you're serving.
0: Yeah. Um, Now, what are the worst parts of your job?
1: Yeah, it's funny. I remember when you when you had sent me that question, I was wondering, I was like, oh, wow, do I really have something that I consider the worst part of my job? But I'd say I, I don't I don't think about it that way. But what I would say um, is that I'm a very social person and um, this job can feel lonely because it's my own business. I don't do this with a group of people. Um, it, and, and so that is by choice. I mean, I could do this with a group of people, but um you know, it can feel lonely. Now, the way that I address that is based on what's within my control, which is find other people who are doing similar things to me and build a community out of that. And uh, which is what I have done.
0: I definitely get that. Yeah, sometimes you might be able to feel a bit lonely. How many hours a day are you on a screen?
1: That's a great question. Um, I bet I'm on a screen probably could have looked at the data on this, uh, on my screen time, uh, probably 10 hours a day ultimately. Uh, and, um, I, I prefer to do less. So if I could, when I was, when we were living in the Bay area, I would see my clients a lot. And I love that because we were not on screens. Uh, but obviously, as you know, with the, with the pandemic, um, and us moving, um, we are much more on screens. Uh, but, that for me i think i I think it probably ends up amounting to seven to ten hours a day
0: and does that like include um i mean you kind of mentioned it already like calling people um looking at like info
1: yes looking at my email messages um reading or learning something when i'm reading i try to do something either physical or or you know on on a kindle but Mm -hmm. uh But a lot of articles and stuff I read um, on here, a lot of courses that I take, they're online.
0: Yeah. A lot of jobs nowadays are on screens.
1: Mm -hmm. That's right.
0: What are your pet peeves with today's CEOs that you've seen and leaders?
1: You know, I'll tell you, Luca, I, I saw the question too. I was like, you know, I don't know if I have a pet peeve, but maybe I would say um what I feel for them is their their jobs are really hard. Um, and a lot of the energy and motivation of others comes from how they model. It's a little bit like parenting, you know, how your mom and dad show up influences how you show up. And so there's a big responsibility they have. And I, I feel for them a lot of times with that. Um, I think where I can find a, you know, I, I think we can make things simpler than they need to be. Uh, I'm sorry, simpler than uh, we think. Uh, oftentimes, we're looking for complex solutions to complex problems. And I'm more of a believer of if we tried to break things down, things down into something simple, we will find a simpler solution for what seems like a complex problem.
0: That kind of brings me to my next question. What kind of leaders do we need to solve big problems? Kind of. Like um,
1: I love this question, Luca. Uh, to me, um, if I were to name uh, three things, I would say the first would be a willingness to dream and almost put a stop on our brain where it limits us, but a willingness to dream. I think the second, and this might be the most important of these three, is the willingness to accept reality. So, what I mean by that is, for example, one of the examples you put was climate change. Um, every scientist in the world will tell you that climate change is a real thing. We have to accept reality that is real. So uh instead of putting our head in the sand if we're willing to face reality about ourselves and about, you know, the world, I think that's a really great thing for a leader. And then the the third is having the courage to make decisions that aren't always popular, but based on the information you have, you believe is right. Those you are the three
0: to, Yeah, you definitely have to have all those qualities. Mm-hmm. I've seen like all these cool technological innovations and stuff and they look all like professional and stuff, but I mean, you can always see creative stuff in them. Mm-hmm. I can bet the people who created them have all those qualities.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just a reflection of them.
0: I've heard that you're a pretty good tennis player.
1: <laughs>
0: so um, what does it take to be a great tennis player? Um, I think it,
1: what it takes to be a great tennis player is probably what it takes to be excellent at anything. Um, I think it takes clarity on like how good you want to be. Um, it takes, I think, a lot of discipline um, and a huge ability to lose and get back up.
0: In this episode, we've talked so many about so, so much about like qualities and stuff. So what is your favorite joke? If you, you have know, one?
1: I, <laughs> This is a, I mean, it's. I don't know why I've been loving this one, but my girls will always ask me, Daddy, what's under there? And I say, underwear. <laughs> and then my four-year-old <laughs>, laughs because I say underwear. And I, I swear every single time they ask me, I just crack up. I don't know why. It's just funny to me. Thanks yeah. again. I appreciate it. Thank you for having
0: me. Thanks for listening and happy spring. We'll see you next time on JobQuest.